Well, hello there, world, and welcome back to another episode of the In Light Moment with your host, Monica Alicia, where I am bringing truth and insight taken from my everyday life, as well as from the lives of those who come across my path, so that your life may come out of the darkness and into the light. For this episode, I am excited again because I have another great host, a mother, wife, and the Director of Volunteer Teams at Lakewood Church, Sarah Moses. Welcome, Sarah. Monica, thank you so (laughs) much. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Wow, this is a blast from the past and just the best time. I'm so looking forward to our conversation. Yes, me too. You, me too. You know what? Okay, I have to. I have to immediately just kind of say this up front um, because I always talk about in my episodes what I'm are about the people that I'm interviewing, and mm-hmm. when I sent you, you know, the the messages for us, like, hey, you know, will you do this with me? And we were just going back and forth. At the end, you know, I said thank you, right? And mm-hmm. your response to me was, "It's an honor that you would ask." And Sarah, oh my goodness, when I saw that, I was like, wait, what? What's little me? It's an honor. (laughs) But the truth of the matter is, no, it's an honor that you would do this. Like, seriously, because I remember, you know, um, we, you know, we met, we knew each other from Lakewood and we'll dive into that a little bit more later on. But Mm -hmm. my whole time of seeing you, you know, over these years, you've always been someone of consistency you've been faithful you're like you know when we look at the proverbs 31 woman how she's supposed to be like you know the 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 cream of the crop the top of you know the how a woman should be you just embody grace you embody beauty your body strength um your prayer life like i've always admired you and so it's really an honor that you would do this no that is so (laughs) kind that is so kind of you, Monica. Thank you for saying that. But no, honestly, I think anytime that we, anyone asks an individual to share their story, their life, I mean, you know, we live in a day and age where there's, there's so much more that could take our attention. And so it it really is my honor to just spend these moments with you and just talking and talking about life and God and, you know, where we are now after all these years of knowing each other and, you know, going, we were on the same path, you know, at Lakewood. And then, you know, our lives took a little bit of a different direction, just geographically. And so um, I'm just so excited to catch up with you today. Oh, yes. Thank you. That's, um, you're right. Our lives have taken a different turn. Like what is going on in your life right now? (laughs) Wow. Okay. So I think when you last saw me, uh, what I, was I single or married? I don't remember. You okay? Okay, so okay, yeah, that's a little our little backstory then. So, we met at Lakewood. Um, I was on my whole spiritual journey, uh, left my job in another city, moved there because I felt that's where the Lord led me. Um, and then I never told Joel, Pastor Joel, this, but you know how he speaks and he does like his analogy messages at the time. I was doing my in-light encouragements before that. And I would say to myself, man, he, he writes like me, but you know, he's the one that, you know, is a pastor. I was like, oh, he thinks like me. So God was like, okay, you belong there. So I came yes. and I started off as, um, what was it? Uh, Stephen minister, which is kind of like mm-hmm. the lay counseling. And mm-hmm. then I did the internship. And so we just, because of your position, I'm assuming, you know, you were over volunteers. Mm-hmm. We connected that way. And then we would see each other. 
but you you were married when I left I believe Okay, that makes sense now. I remember that. And I remember you so clearly. And there is there is a Monica Johnson in my mind that just represents grace and beauty. And there is such a gentleness about you. And um, just your meeting you in the early days, I just remember how much your heart was after God and wanting to be in the center of his will and pursuing his purpose for your life. And um, I was single when we first met, you know, and we were just Mm -hmm. kind of on that journey, just getting into careers, figuring out what life was about. You know, I had left my, um, degreed job and mm-hmm. I pursued a, a, a job at Lakewood that, you know, I didn't know it was such a leap of faith for me. I went to school. I was a social worker. I went off to get my master's degree and thought, okay, this is, I'm embarking on a career in social work and helping people and having the door completely open to what that could look like. And, you know, a couple of years into my career, um, God was like, I just felt this stirring in my heart where I just didn't believe I was exactly where I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah. part I'm thinking, okay, God, I just went through all of this schooling. I just pursued, um, you know, a, a degree and I don't feel settled. What is that about? And really that just started me on this incredible journey with the Lord. And it was about finding his will for my life and where I was supposed to be. And, you know, I grew up at Lakewood. It's been my family church, my home church for many years. And growing up, um, my parents took us there and We've always had this connection with Lakewood, but never in a million years did I think that I would be on staff there. And um, I remember when the opportunity presented itself, it felt like such a leap of faith, mm. but I felt God's blessing. I remember feeling my par- my parent telling my parents about what I was feeling, and they basically were like, you know, if this is God's will for your life, we stand with you 100%. And I took that leap. And would you believe that was 18 years ago that I made that decision that my yes for God would be wherever he wanted me to be. And it has been, you know, serving at Lakewood Church and being in ministry and finding my gifts and talents and developing skills I never had before and serving people, you know, in a way that I, I didn't know, but felt so much more connected to and purposeful and fulfilled. And it allowed me to meet people like you, people that love the Lord, people that are on the journey. And um, I think one of my most favorite things in life is walking alongside uh, others as they discover the dreams and the gifts Mm -hmm. and the purpose that God has for them. That's truly one of my favorite things to do is, is whether it's a simple conversation or sitting down and praying with someone or just trying to help someone figure it out. I love that journey that God has us on to discover more of who we are, but seeing how that is in, in, in our relationship with him. Wow. Yes. Yes. Oh, I agree. I, I, I definitely love you. That seems to be a theme that I'm noticing, um, in my life and with the people that God's bringing across my path that are really just have a heart after him as well to where they're just, you know, they're going through their life, you know, with a degree or a job, or they're thinking, this is the direction to go, but there's something missing on the inside. And when they, when they begin to surrender to God, he, he orders their steps to greatness, so to say, and then they have more of a sense of peace. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I really, I really love that story. Yeah, that's, 
it. That's it. That is that, that sense of peace that you talk about is so important because I feel like society and family and culture and all of those things put so much pressure on what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of boldness, but it also takes that journey. And I think in those single years that we're in, in our early 20s and going on to our 30s, like God just um, has this beautiful journey for us to figure out ourselves, you know, who we are independent of, um, you know, and I think that's just such the beauty of the journey that we go on with God, that um, so many people in the world are looking for peace. Mm -hmm. And when you can say, hey, I risked it all, or I made a bold decision to follow God, and it led me to peace, I think that's just an amazing thing. And one, I would never trade any decision for, for a lack of peace, you know? Yes, yes, you're right. The peace because you can, you can have it all. So to say, you can have the money. You can even be in a relationship. You could, you know, you could think you're living your dream. But I've found personally as well that when you have that inner turmoil, you know, lack of peace, it none of the other things matter. That's right. You you met um, and and I want to save this story too. You know, if I can, you know, maybe bring you and your husband JJ back on later on during like a marriage series. But (laughs) speaking of meeting people at Lakewood, you met (laughs) you met JJ at Lakewood as well, right? I did. So (laughs) I was just minding my own little business, right? On this journey with God loving my job at the church, working with the volunteers at the church, doing just, just great things, um, for God. And I was, I was completely happy. And, you know, you know, this part of my story, but I had never dated. I'm Indian. I, I, I was grew up in the Indian culture and traditionally your parents arrange your marriage. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I had, I'm born and raised here in America. I am um, a Texan through and through. And, you know, so I've adapted to the culture here. But one of the things that I never really adapted to was the dating culture. And I went through school and all of that. And, you know, I just didn't feel the pressure to get into, oh, my gosh, I need to have a boyfriend or I need to be dating or this or that. And I truly think that's a grace that God had given me. But, you know, after school was done and, you know, my parents were like, okay, this is a great time to talk <laughs> about marriage. And I'm thinking, yeah. not really, because I'm not there yet. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, they, they, they started the conversation, but it really led me on a journey. And it's so funny because that journey coincided the same year that I started at Lakewood. And so it was just like my life was just taking this big turn. I, I, I left a career to join ministry. And then in the same time in the background of my life, God was preparing me in a way um, I never thought before. And that was for marriage. And um, I really had to go on this journey of figuring out what I wanted in marriage and in a spouse because I didn't know. And I, I don't I don't know that God has held my hand through any journey unlike that particular journey in my life. I feel yeah. like he uh, and maybe because I was afraid, maybe because I was so uncertain, but he just took me on this amazing journey that grew me closer to him, but helped me discover uh what he wanted for me through that too. And, and then the beauty of it, you know, he, he leaves it so open to, to us. Just what do you want? You know, like, I think I, I am, I'm a rule follower. I don't mind staying in the lines. Like, you know, 
I just, I'm kind of that way. I'm in order, I'm in routine. And so, you know, uh, my marriage journey is something that really went outside of the lines, breaking (laughs) cultural boundaries and nothing that I thought that I would experience, but it truly was just like my career decision. That decision was the same where it took boldness, it took courage and it took saying yes to God. And I met JJ at church. He was, um, he was newly uh, attending the church and volunteering at the church. And, you know, in, in my life, my parents had started, you know, looking for a spouse for me and having Mm -hmm. those conversations and, I'm figuring out, okay, what am I supposed to do? But, you know, uh, God just, it's just funny because we, we orbited around each other at church for a couple of years before we actually started becoming friends. And, you know, I remember the day that he, you know, I met him and he was just like, I'm here to serve. I <laughs> do whatever you guys need me to do. I signed up for this, but if you need me to do this, that's great. And then I just remember seeing JJ, you know, at church every week serving at his post. And, you know, if you, if you, uh, we haven't talked about it, but JJ uh, had a career in the NFL mm-hmm. and he played for uh, NFL teams as a kick and punt returner. And so uh, if Monica knows that I am the least athletic person um, in the <laughs> world. And so uh, I might know some things about sports, but, you know, here, here it is, this, this wonderful, amazing NFL athlete is now in my space. And so I'm thinking, okay, God, I love getting to know him. I love his heart for God. And so much of our conversations were just about God and our purpose and our dreams for the future. And I'm thinking, okay, this is great, but where is this going? And I loved our friendship and I I felt so protective of it because I knew that God was preparing me for marriage. And I just remember, you know, JJ and I having conversations and being open with him and saying, hey, I just, you know, my parents are going, taking me through this process. And I am, you know, going, going along with it because I don't really know who God has for me. And Lo and behold, one thing, you know, after another, JJ and I continue that conversation. And it was like something awakened in our hearts where God was saying to us, I've put in front of you someone that I have prepared for you. Mm. And it's always our decision, right? It's always our decision to say yes to God. And, and, um, and it was so beautiful because I think with JJ and I's story, we truly were just the best of friends and love spending time with him. And JJ such a natural encourager and motivator. And he's such a positive person and just being around him, you always feel so uplifted. And I remember every time I would see him at church, he just had something great to say and positive and, and, um, and encourages your heart. And I, I love that quality about him. And sure enough, our friendship turned into love and, um, you know, JJ is African-American and our, our, you know, I felt God had put it in my heart through the journey of, of getting ready for marriage that my marriage would break cultural boundaries. Mm. And, you know, at first that's that, that, that kind of intimidated me because I, that had not been done in my family and I would be the first, you know, within my immediate family. And I just thought, okay, God, that's, that's a lot in our culture, but 
um, he gave me the boldness to take one step at a time and figure it out. And I think one of the most beautiful things is seeing our friendship turn into love and going on that journey together and discovering who we were um, as a couple. And, you know, we got married in 2010 and now we have been married for 13 years. We have three amazing kids. Uh, we have Zoe, Noel, and Jace ranging from 11 years old, eight years old, and three years old. And our life has been so filled with everything that we prayed for and believed for. And still, of course, there's so many things that we believe for and are in waiting for, but God has just been so faithful. And I just see the beauty of us taking one step at a time, trusting him and allowing him to write our story. Wow. Oh, it's definitely a story, Sarah. I, I, I'm so glad that you shared because it's a testimony. I know there's a lot of women, um, you know, still wanting to get married or people in relationships that are looking for that one. And you just allowed God to just bring you the perfect person. And you're right about JJ. Like I knew JJ actually, I'm not sure if I ever told you this. Um, so he played um, professional football. Mm-hmm. I had a friend as well who, um, I, you know, I knew the family when I was there in Lakewood and we had worked together at um, a previous job who he played for the Colts. So we visited Lakewood. Um, I don't know if it was in my beginning days or if I, it was prior to when I was deciding if I was going to move to Houston to become a part, but he came attended the church with me and he had introduced me to JJ then because they knew each other. Mm, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember the, Maybe yeah. we, I do know this, but I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. So, and so that's how, so I knew, I knew JJ like separately of you and then from around the church, I'd see him. And then of course I knew you, but you were right. He was always happy and friendly and always, you know, just welcoming people and encouraging people. So then when I found out you two were together, I was like, oh my God, this <laughs> is perfect. Like, <laughs> you know? I was like, look at God, like truly a divine like you know union it's just it's just amazing and then funny with your kids so Zoe um I always said if I had a daughter Zoe would be the one of the names I would name her oh wow and then my my nephew who I tell him he's he's my favorite favorite Jace is because his name is Jace no yeah (laughs) oh my goodness how in the world Goodness. So, okay. So wife, mother, you know, director, volunteer teams, um, you know, your own personal self, how do you balance it all? You know, what (laughs) I've learned is that you can't balance it all. Something is taking more of your time, whether or not you realize it. Mm. And, um, you know, and, and there's priorities, you know, I think first of all, in my heart, I balance I balance it in my heart and I know what my priorities are. My priorities are God and my priorities are my family and my priority is the work that he has given me to do. And so that's the hierarchy in my heart. Um, But, you know, uh, there are times where life feels very unbalanced and um, you have to do a lot of work to emotionally, spiritually, physically reset your body so that it doesn't get to an unhealthy place. And I had to learn that the hard way, you know, where your body breaks down, you're tired, you're sick, whatever, because you're going in the wrong direction too fast. Um, But I think 
you know, I think as long as I'm saying I am, I'm putting my energy and time towards my priorities. And those are the things that I value, I care about, and I know that God has given me to steward. I don't ever have regrets about how I spend my time because I, I make very, I make decisions based on what I care about and what I know God wants me to focus on. Um, now when I go into this, uh, retreat phase and I just need to just complete, I mean, there, I do feel like, okay, Sarah, you're being a little like lazy. You could go (laughs) do something, but I really think it's my body's way of saying you are done. You're exhausted. You need to do absolutely nothing. And I can just sit and watch television or a movie after another and just recover that way. But, you know, I, I think especially through motherhood, um, it has, become this thing where I have to fight for this space with, with God, um, mm-hmm. where it's uninterrupted, where it's um, energizing and refueling and it's quality time. You know, I'm definitely a quality time person and I can tell when I have not had quality time with God, it reflects in my emotions and my mood and all of those things. And so I, I have, is it always routine? No, but I know what my compass is. I know what I have to get back to. And, um, you know, there's times where we're just going through, like JJ could be traveling or working and, and we are going in two opposite directions. And, you know, I just crave company. I just crave our time together, our conversation together. And, you know, we have to make time to do that. And, um, with my kids. Oh, I love my kids. I motherhood is the biggest, greatest surprise of my (laughs) life. It is the greatest test of my life, but seeing, um, our children grow up in the different phases, you know, I've, I, I, I spend a lot of time in the, Oh, I don't want them to grow up and I want them (laughs) to stay phases and they're growing up into like preteens and, you know, adolescents and toddlers. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, okay, there's something beautiful that I can recognize and enjoy in this instead of being the, oh, I wish they were still babies. And so even though I still tell my toddler now to stay a baby, I can now accept (laughs) that my girls have moved on and they're in different phases of their life. And I love that. I, I, I'm learning to appreciate that. I am learning to be present and, you know, I, I don't know that I'll balance all of it perfectly, but I do know how I spend my time. It is where I want to spend it. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love that. Like my dad tells me sometimes when I go home to visit, um, he, and he wants to talk to me. He says, oh, you're a captive audience. You're, you're my captive interviewer oh. <laughs> right now. I get to pick your brain. So I'm, I'm loving this. Um, but I do want to note when you said, um, you know, just having those moments to, to kind of watch TV or to, and you, you think maybe you're being lazy. I completely agree with you that no, that is what you need. You know, memory even in the Bible, you know, God tells us to rest. He commands us to rest, right? It's just Mm -hmm. such a key thing to take those moments of, I like to say, just do nothing, you know? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. It's so important, you know, and it's so important in health. And and I think I've, I've become passionate about those things just personally, not on any other level, except for my, my family and myself, where, 
taking care of my body and, you know, doing the things that I need to, to eat healthy and um, drink enough water and put the right foods in my body and take my vitamins. I try to do all of those things on every level that can help me. And, you know, I love walks. I, I try to go out in the morning and get a walk. I, I love actually just being out in the neighborhood and walking and enjoying that. Um, do I always do it? Maybe not because this Houston weather gets me a lot and I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do it, but, um, I love those things. And I think it's so important for us to restore ourselves that way and connect with God. I think God is in everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I don't have this great, like Bible reading and prayer time, I just think, oh my gosh, if I could get a walk in or if I could just get quiet time alone with my thoughts. And I feel like God is always present in those things, you know? And so I don't ever feel like I've lost connection with God, but I think the quality of it matters to me. Yes. Yes. Uh, I agree with you um, that God is in everything. So is there, and I hear you and I'm, and I'm getting that, but is there kind of one main thing when you say spending quality time with God, other than, you know, the walks that you say, okay, I have to make sure I read my Bible every day, or I have to make sure I go to church every Sunday, or is it more just the flow of seeing God in everything? Um, you know, I, we, we are at church every week. Our kids are in church every week. I, um, I, I've, I recently have implemented family, um, time with God where it's, it's not, anything fancy, but it's like, okay, we're going to, to gather together. We're going to pray. If someone have a worship song they want to sing, they can sing that they can share something. And I just give, you know, JJ and I just give our kids that opportunity to spend time as a family. And, you know, I think when they were younger, it was harder. And now we're in this really good place where our kids are taking ownership of their own faith in some way to Mm -hmm. some degree. And so I want to be the mom that's always leading my children to Jesus. You know, like I am very imperfect and they see that more than anybody else. But I want them to know that I will always do everything I can to point them to Jesus. And when I feel like, you know what, I've had a bad day or I've had a good day, I want God to be the first one. You know, with my toddler recently, I've I've taught him when you wake up in the morning, you know, I love to hear good morning (laughs) mommy and I love you mommy but I want him to know that Jesus is there too and so it's just kind of cute but you know he's now saying (laughs) good morning Jesus you know and I just think that's just amazing and beautiful because I want him to recognize that at an early age that Jesus is there you know he's been there he's watched over us and I want, I, you know, just setting that priority in his heart to recognize that God is with them. But, you know, worship is big for me, too. I, 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 I love listening to music and, you know, music that helps me feel healed and whole and look at my focus on God. Um, I love writing. I think writing is important for me. I, yeah. I journal quick. I mean, I, I would not say anything that I journal now looks like poetry at all. Or <laughs> it's like, you know, bullet points sometimes, but I try to do that because I think I want to have memorial stones of what God yeah. has done. You know, just, hey, this is where we are in this space of life. This is what might be hard, but this might also be what's amazing. And then I can look back on it and I can see how God has answered a prayer or, you know, God has spoken through me through dreams before. And so I I would write those down and 
um, you know, just different things. But yeah. I, I do think the disciplines, you know, the reading the Bible, the worship, the church, I think those are all important. Those are foundational. They're yeah. non-negotiables. But I think there's unique ways that we connect with God based on our personality, based on the spiritual gifts that God has given us. And so I think it's important to figure out those things. But yeah, those are just a few of the things that I enjoy. Okay. I love it. And I, I agree with you. Um, well, so, okay. The, what's next for you? What, what are you working on? What's, you know, the, the big thing that we can expect out of Sarah Moses? <laughs> that's, that sounds like a question for somebody that's really, <laughs> I don't know, but for me, let's see. Um, you know, we are, we're going into the holiday season right now. Um, mm-hmm one of my goals is to be very present in this holiday season. I, I think for me in, in my work, uh, my ministry, I, I, the church is very important and the season is very important at the church, right? We have special services and all these amazing things that we do to serve our congregation. And so there is this balance pulling me between, you know, work and in home, but um, I think I want to enjoy everything that we do at church uh, during this Christmas season. And we have a very busy, wonderful start of the new year at Lakewood. And I'm so excited about that for our volunteer ministry and our teams. And so we're now planning, you know, a big event for our volunteers at the church in January. So there's a lot of great things going on. And it's also the most wonderful time of year, holiday yes. season yeah. wise. So. <laughs> Um, you know, like holiday decorating has been on a day-to-day basis, slowly by slowly things are going up, but you know, we're in the middle of just getting, making sure that our, our children are happy. Our family is taken care of. Um, and work wise, you know, I'm excited about the team that God has placed me to work with the volunteers at our church, you know, it's going into a new year and it's looking for the ways that God uses us to serve very simply using, using us to be the hands and feet of Jesus to bring hope and a smile and make people feel at home. And, um, I love our amazing team at Lakewood. I don't think I've experienced another church like Lakewood before or the people of Lakewood. There's so much love and acceptance there. And, and there's people that are really passionate about their growing, about their growth in Christ and their relationship with Christ. And so with the volunteer teams, you know, I've been working in that area for 18 years. And so uh, just seeing how people are so committed and make that a priority to give back to God through their service, I think is such a beautiful thing. And it's my honor to be able to work with them. And, um, and so in January, we do this big appreciation event. And I, I love that because it's, it's a very small way of saying thank you for all that you do throughout the year. And, you know, we're always as a leader of a staff, I'm looking for ways to develop our ministry, mm-hmm. to develop our staff, um, to give them opportunities for growth and what we learn this year. And um, we do a lot of events through the year. So I have a team that works really hard, but, you know, we have so much fun and we're very much like a family. So um, I'm just, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to what's ahead, the possibilities and also pen and paper planning and preparing for a new year ahead. Yes. 
Well, I agree with you. Um, my experience at Lakewood, definitely family, definitely great place to be. And I'm going to, we're coming to a, to a close, but I'm going to speak this in existence. Um, I know JJ just published his first book. And, yeah, yeah. but you will, I, I, I felt it even when I was in Lakewood, my Lakewood days, you, I can see you will have a book one day as well. Like you have so <laughs> much <laughs> to say, you know, you two are just another power couple, you know, and in, in my mind of, you know, how God can just work through couples. Um, but JJ's book is, I'm looking forward to reading his, and then I'm looking forward to yours one day as well, too. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yes, uh, JJ just came out with a book in October. It's called Focus, the Prepare to Win Mindset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm happy to say that we were able to work on the book together. Um, but, you know, I, I always look at my husband's life and I see the stories and the experiences that he's had. And he's always had a passion to inspire others and to develop others. And um, over his career, you know, this book is really a culmination of the things that he speaks about and what he's learned in his career and how he's seen just God just move him from place to place. But um, focus, you know, we all need a little focus in our life. And um, I think this journey of helping him with the book has been so amazing and so rewarding. You're going to have to pray extra hard to see a book out of me after yeah. this one, but um, it has been just so remarkable to see how it has been received. Um, mm-hmm. We we gave it to God. It was a dream, and we put it on the shelf, and God brought it back off the shelf wow. and given it a life of its own, and it's, it's developed over many years, but really in the last couple of years since the pandemic, JJ got back to rewriting and writing it again, and I'm so proud of him and I'm so proud of that book. And, um, you know, it's just, it's amazing to see where the book has gone and who's picking it up, but what an honor for anyone to say, Hey, I am reading it. Thank you. Um, that's beautiful. But I think it is so much about just having this focused mindset and seeing God in every detail of our life, preparing us to win and not lose. And even if, there's something that feels like a loss in our life to how God turns things around for our good. So that is the first Moses book uh, that's been out. We're excited. Um, I guess it's still at the beginning of its journey, but um, we'll see where it goes. And you know what, if I can, if I can find a book to write about, you'll be the first to know because I know you're quite the writer and Um, you've always been an inspiration to me and I love how you're always so passionate about putting light and goodness and God's love out there to your listeners, your readers, and, um, you are an inspiration, my friend. Well, thank you. See, this isn't about me (laughs) now, (laughs) but thank you. I, I, thank you. I I love hearing that. So I, I really appreciate that, but, um, well, we are coming to an end. There's so many more things. I'm just like literally, I'm your captivated audience right now. I love wow. this. I definitely want to do another one with you and, you know, maybe JJ as well down the road. Um, just sharing your um, story as a couple, how God is still working in your lives within marriage and just more things, you know, down the way to share with our audience that way. But um, coming to a close, if you don't mind, I would like to have, like, I would like to take advantage of this opportunity to have you pray over and and speak a word of encouragement um, to our listeners, if you don't mind. I would love to. 
Father, I thank you for just everyone that is listening to this podcast today, Father. I thank you that no matter what space or time separates us, God, you are present and you are there, Father. And if there were any words or any conversations that we have had today, God, that would speak to the heart of a man or a woman, Lord God, that is in that journey seeking your purpose and seeking your will, Father, I pray that the words would illuminate in their heart, Lord God, and that they would realize, God, you have been writing their story, that they are not lost, they are not forgotten about, they are not hidden, that every detail of their life you have been putting together, Father. And I pray that an awakening would uh, stir within them, Lord God, to go after you even more, Lord Jesus, that they would not be settled with what man can give them, but they would only be satisfied with what comes from your hand, Lord God. Father, I thank you for hearts that are passionate and that would rise up in belief and faith about the true and the living God and what a life of uh, being a follower of Christ really means, Lord God. I pray for boldness in our faith. I pray for courage to take steps that others are not willing to take, Lord God. I thank you for just a faith that is willing to risk it all because we know that you did that for us, God, and you forgave us for all of our sins, Lord God, so that we could have eternity with you, Lord. I thank you for the beautiful blessings that we get to experience on this side of heaven, Lord Jesus, the relationships, the friendships, the marriage, the children, the careers, the families that you put us in, Lord God. I thank you, God, that you have placed us around people that inspire us and that we can inspire God. And I thank you that everything that you're working in our life, Lord God, is to one day be able to help others around us, Lord Jesus. So I pray for Monica. I thank you for the work that she's doing. I thank you for her heart and her passion, everything that she follows, Lord God. And I thank you that it's because of you. And I pray success over everything that she does. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I really, I'm honored. (laughs) I am honored. Thank you. And I look forward to talking to you again. You're welcome. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes another episode of the Enlight Moment. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.